you are listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. You are joined by myself, Lawson, and my awesome co-host, Monica. Monica, how are you? Um, I'm, <clears throat> I'm getting there. Okay. Yeah. You're, you know, just, just walking the line of yeah. life, you know, walking <laughs> yeah. down that road, kicking, kicking rocks along, you know, and, and living you. But anyways, please give us another clue for the quiz. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I ran out of analogies, you know, I ran, I ran out of stuff to say. Give us another clue for the quiz, please. Oh, too funny. Yes. Okay. The what book am I quiz? Uh, my author is a prophet to Judah. God told him, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. Oh, mm. okay. Well, if you know who this mysterious prophet is, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. Got a few text messages in this morning. Oh, of course, you want to call or text that number and get an answer in because... At 8.45, we are having the draw for Food as Medicine, which is something you do not want to miss. Uh, we got a text message in from Brayden. Now, this is regarding what we're talking about, like, mining and whatnot in the in the deep sea. He sent us a text message saying, but the desert also has some amazing fauna and flora that should also be protected. I was thinking the same thing, Brayden. When Lawson was like, oh, we'll do it in the desert. I was like, well, but what about stuff in the desert? I don't care. <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a habitat uh you know discriminationist. Yeah, I'm I'm I am like I literally don't care about anything You're in the desert. An ecosystem what racist. Are they, what are they what are out there like lizards and snakes? Goodbye. <laughs> like let's, silver ant. Silver sil, what is it? What is silver ant? Like an ant that's like covered in like little tiny silver armor and looks really cool. Blow it up. That's the freakiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that is so wild. They, it's, they're like little fine hairs, but they're super reflective and they do it so to reflect the sun. Otherwise, it's too hot. I, there are, well, my ultimate, like, mortal enemy in life, the thing that I'm the most afraid of is, like, hornets and wasps. Oh, really? Uh, man, my heart sinks when I see that. I, I literally get so scared. I'm going to come. I, 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 I start to, like, I can still, like, rationally, like, get around, but I am absolutely freaked out like when one like i'll see one and i'll I'll like okay stay calm like i'll start self-talking you know so i can so i can say i'm like okay stay calm just breathe all right this is okay if it flies near me i i jump like 20 feet in the air like i am i might come to work on monday in a bumblebee oh i don't care no you're not like (laughs) this is just because you identify as a bumblebee doesn't mean you are one and i can tell clearly and i have no qualms about telling you you're not one my also wonderful co-host monica and i'll be like <laughs> and you'll have a panic attack on it. I'll be like, what, "What are you doing right now?" It's like getting pollen for the queen, <laughs> making honey. No, I mean bumblebees are cute. Like bumblebees yeah. are different because they're not aggressive, really. So I have to turn up in a full-on wasp costume. Like wasps, though. Oh my word! Like it's the most freakiest wow, thing. For I me. didn't know this about. But you. ants aren't far off either. I see ants, and I'm like, I'm not feeling ants. Like, especially when ants sprout wings and start flying. I'm not flying ants, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, that's not cool. But yeah. especially wasps. Wasps yeah. are just an ant with wings that have a stinger and are just the freakiest things ever. Yeah, they're not But I don't know, like cockroaches and frogs and mice. Yes, and enough. I'm, I'm chilling. Like, I'm like, oh, who cares? No, no. But 
Dude, wasps, oh, it makes me feel sick in my stomach thinking about them. <laughs> so, yeah, bomb the desert. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. Brayden, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Got a text message in from David. He says, happy preparation day, Friday. Blessed Adventist family. Absolutely. We're in the preparation day right now. Looking forward to time spent resting in Jesus. I am, oh, man, I'm so keen right now. Well, uh, tonight, actually, at my university, they're having a celebration for the well the end of the semester and, and getting into the sabbath hey lawson you know the bumblebees can sing too yes they Still. are they are rather docile though. and that's the point is mm-hmm. that they are docile like they're did chilling you know, did you know that bumblebees weren't actually called bumblebees they were called humblebees but little kids couldn't say the humble so they called them bumble so they just started calling them bumblebees but, really? Yeah, because of their humble nature, their little docile nature. Yeah, because they just chill and yeah, they give us yeah. honey. Like, I'm all like You can on... pat them. You can literally, like, whilst flying along, like, if yeah, you're like, covering yeah. over a flower, you can walk up and just sort of like scratch They're chilling. Yeah. They're chilling. Um, and as well, like, they save the bees because they pollinate plants and mm-hmm. give us honey. I know that wasps kind of contribute to pollination, but they also contribute to my nightmares, so they can get lost. <laughs> like they can, they can go away. They are like, a, a result of sin. Yeah, absolutely. As much as I, you know how Lyle is Lyle Southwell. You know, previous host here on Faith FM, he's just fervently against cats. I am even more so against wasps. Oh wow! Like Lyle is like, oh, you know, stop. Stop cats from invading our, you know, yeah, from being invasive. I'm um, just like kill all the wasps, send them extinct. I, I am really, <laughs> yeah. I, I might be. You might think I'm exaggerating, but I am that terrified of wasps. I'm so pleased to find this out about you. I'm a hundred percent going to put this in my arsenal. A little piece of information I might crack out later. <laughs> yeah, sure. You can tell people I'm scared of wasps, but this is the thing that would really do me. And if you were just able to produce a wasp in the studio right now. <laughs> That would well, now do Now that me. you've mentioned them, that, let me would, grab my but, handbag. But good luck. This, this is my point. Good luck. But, you know, and even if, I don't know, if you put like a rubber one on my shoulder, I'd be able to tell it's rubber. Dude, it's that flying noise that they make. Oh, that yeah, that yeah. buzzing, dude. Oh, that is freaky. I don't like snakes. Sneaky. I don't think I, I don't think I hate snakes as much as you hate wasps, but but I feel like yeah. Almost. I mean snakes are, snakes are just like universally dangerous, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's it's all wasps. I don't understand people want to have them as pets. Yeah, uh, you know I'm not super keen no. either. But I remember at one a place I used to work, someone had a pet snake and they brought it into the office and everyone went to have a look and I'm like I'm a hundred percent not going over there. That's like in the Bible when they say if someone claims to be Jesus in the desert, don't go to the desert. I'm like, I'm not going to where this snake is. I think, I feel like you can negotiate with snakes though. No. You can. You can get them to a place where you can hold them. You can't do that with wasps. The wasp yeah, is just, the wasp is just always going to Have gonna, you ever tried to attack. hold a wasp? No. Do you have childhood trauma related to I wasps? I do. Yeah, I know. I do. I when I was go. eight years old, I was go. swimming. We had an above ground pool that we'd set up in our front yard because it was it summer. It all comes to life. You know, we'd, we'd bought like a four acre property and, and we had plans to put a pool in there. But instead, you know, we just had the above ground one for summer and we were swimming around in it, having a great time, living our best lives. And I put my hands over the edge of the pool to pull myself out and get stung across the fingers by three wasps. Three wasps, two on my right hand, one on my left hand. Oh, and I jumped out of the pool and ran up to mom, and I'm like, my fingers are being stung by wasps. And I'm like freaking out and crying, and then she's like, you know, 
like, oh, they're there, and kind of, you know, just like. So we've 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 ascertained the root cause for your trauma, and now we need to get you some help. Let's get you some therapy. Can we get Jennifer Skews on the line, please? Yeah. <laughs> but, but this is the thing. I don't. I don't know. If it would solve the problem, because wasps are just evil. No, dude. You, you, they are. What you've just explained to me is quite a overreaction to any insect. And uh, I definitely think you should get help for that. Maybe I, I should. that. And then Maybe I should. Hey, what's your childhood healed. trauma? 0491. <laughs> I don't want to know. Childhood trauma. <laughs> hey, hey, jump on our text line and just trauma dump. You know, just, just, trauma just, dump. just jump in and, you know. Offload all your issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Just just jump in. Hey, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. Oh, just tell us about whether – how do you feel about wasps? That's also the, uh, the thing that you need to do. Hey, we've come to the point in the morning – where we, well, we're about to get into our Bible study, but I'm also seeing coming through on the text line, people are claiming our giveaway for this week, which is the Sabbath gift. Oh, nice. Of course, this June we're talking, we're we're promoting the Sabbath. We've got the Sabbath gift, which is an incredible resource and book. We've also got a a bunch of Sabbath spotlights coming in as well. But hey, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. If you just text in the code word Sabbath by itself, just the word Sabbath, you'll be able to claim the book the sabbath gift we'll send that out to you yeah listen out for our spotlights as well and remember to be blessed by keeping the sabbath too but hey uh, 0491 is the number to call or text you're listening to the breakfast show we're gonna we're gonna crack open crack open those bibles monica mm-hmm. you're gonna go for me to revelation chapter 18 revelation 18 we're gonna go to revelation 18 and we're gonna read verse 4 and 5 and spend some time there just just having a look at what the Bible has to say to us. So Revelation 18, verse 4 and 5. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Okay, so this is talking about, when it says here, come out of, well, it says, Come out of her, my people. I love this verse. Very strong. It's You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. We hear this voice from heaven saying to the people on this earth, Come out of her, my people. Don't share in her sins, lest you receive her plagues. Now, in Revelation 18, it's making allusion back to Revelation chapter 14, where it's talking about Babylon, which we've been talking about all week. We've been talking about Babylon, this power, false worship, the city called Babylon we talked about last week as well. And it's making the appeal to the people. Come out of her. Don't share in her sins. Don't participate. It will receive plagues, similarly to Pharaoh in Egypt. You know, as God called the people to come out of Egypt, which we actually talked about yesterday, it calls the people to come out of Babylon. Don't stay there. Come out. Come to me. Um, lest you lest you die. Why die for the sake of Babylon and its sins when you can come out and come to me? But this is clear and it's obvious. Like for for every single Christian out there, it's like, okay, well, you know, I want to be able to follow Jesus. I don't want to get wrapped up in, I don't want to go to hell. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be lost. Yet, 
why is it then that we have the situation that we see when Jesus speaks to the disciples and says, many will call on my name saying, Lord, Lord, didn't we do this in your name? Didn't we do that in your name? Didn't we prophesy? Didn't we heal? Didn't we cast out demons in your name? Now, I just want to make a little comment on this verse. Some people comment on that idea of, you know, people being excluded from heaven. And they say that, oh, see, th- what what's happening here is that these people were participating in like, you know, fake, um, fake miracles and fake prophecies and fake calling out demons and uh, and be- and then they're calling on Jesus. But if they're participating in fake miracles and you know, f- you know, if they're like using the power of Satan and and whatnot, I feel like you'd almost like in, if they if they're say manufacturing fake miracles, you'd have to be doing so knowing that it's not coming from God. No, what's taking place in that verse is people. Oh, I don't want to discount by the way that there are people manufacturing fake miracles and saying it's by the power of God just to convince you to give you give them your money. Like that is something that absolutely takes place. But what is actually taking place in that verse when Jesus says, "I don't know you," to these people who claim to have been on the side of Jesus doing these miracles is that they really were. They really were doing miracles. Mm. They really were prophesying. They really were on the side of Jesus. And how do I know this? Judas was casting out demons. Oh. Judas was a disciple of Jesus who was doing miracles from God before rejecting him. So then it's like, okay, well then if these people have the ability to do miracles, even, okay, look at the story of King Saul. King Saul prophesies. He's a prophet. He gets prophecy from God before completely and utterly rejecting him, committing the unpardonable sin and dying. What take, what's taking place here is though people have an experience with God, they end up choosing a different path than God. They end up rejecting him. They end up foregoing their salvation. They, gave, they give up the worship of the creator for the lie, as we've been talking about in Romans chapter 1, verse 25. They give up the worship of the creator for the worship of the creature, for the worship of themselves, and as a result, they perish. And the question is, well, how do we avoid that? We obviously know we don't want to get stuck in Babylon. You know, we don't we don't want to have a foot, a toe, a pinky finger in that thing because then we're we're gonna be judged. We're gonna receive its plagues. We're gonna we're gonna be lost. So how don't we end up there? If seemingly, it seems that we can be outside of it yet end up inside of it. Now, we've been talking about, well, what is the deception of Babylon? Oh, it's idolatry. And how is that idolatry expressed? Well, not obeying the commandments of God, not having a true experience of repentance and following Jesus. Well, how am I supposed to have that experience? How am I supposed to have that obedience? Let's read a couple verses. Um, let's go to 1 John chapter 3. 1 John chapter 3, and you can read verse 4 for us, Monica. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 4. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. I have another verse here. It says, But he who doubts is condemned if he eats because he does not eat from faith, for whatever is not from faith is sin. So it seems as though that participating in sin is the direct and obvious thing that keeps us separated from God. But as we've identified, sin 
is a like our natural state of being. All we do is choose to sin, and we don't have the ability to choose otherwise. Now we've talked about you know the law that God gives us. We talked about the you know the help that He's trying to give us to be able to keep that law. But how is that continually sustained? You know. Uh, we see in Romans chapter 1 in verse 5. Actually, can you read that for us? Um, Romans chapter 1, if you want to head there, um, read actually the first five verses of the book of Romans. I, th- I think they're really, really beautiful. Um, well, maybe the first six verses. But Romans chapter 1, start in verse 1 and just begin to read for us, Monica. Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God, which he promised before through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Just before you continue, so this is a very classic Paul greeting Mm. here to this epistle. He's like, hi, I'm Paul. I'm a bondservant of Jesus. And this is what I know and understand about Jesus. This is kind of his identifying characteristics. He continues on with these identifying characteristics, though, if you keep reading in verse Through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom you are also called of Jesus Christ. To all who are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Awesome. Okay, so he begins off with this huge identifying, you know, very theologically dense, um, basically, who am I? What I do and what I believe. He says, I'm Paul, I'm a bondservant of Jesus Christ, and I'm called to be an apostle. And then he just expounds a little bit. It's like, oh, well, how do I understand my calling? And he goes, bup, 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 bup. He gives them, you know, a bunch, outlines a, a ton of, you know, identifying characteristics of what he believes so that they can know that, it's, oh, that's really the Paul speaking here. You know, it's not a Gnostic. It's not a Judaizer. It's not this guy or that guy. No, that's Paul. We know because he's speaking according to the doctrine that we understand him by. Now, one of the parts of this doctrine is particularly in verse 5 where it says, Through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations. Through grace we have received apostleship for obedience. Through gra- So the, essentially what we're seeing here is that it's through the power of God's grace we then have the ability to participate in obedience. Now, the question is, well, how is it that that actually functions? How do I receive the grace to be able to be obedient, to be able to be faithful to God's law, especially when God's law is something that he continually calls us to observe? And we've talked a bunch this week about how there is a a natural blessing in observing it. I I have here in Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 6, the Bible says, Therefore, be careful to observe them, for this is your wisdom and understanding in the sight of the in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes and say, "Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people." If we keep God's law, people from the outside will see us as wise and understanding. Absolutely, I, I mean, I have been blessed at times with I feel like a seemingly undeserved good reputation that comes from the fact that you know maybe I act honestly or act kindly or act compassionately. And I can tell you wholeheartedly that that doesn't come from myself and just the compulsions that I have to be a good person, but rather it's inspired and motivated by the faith that I have in Jesus and who I believe him to be and who I believe and what I believe 
his calling to be in my life. Like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be because God has called me to be that. And as a result of, you know, obeying and living up to what God has called me to be, then people identify that it's like, oh, wait, Lawson's like a good person. And I'm like, wow, it's that is incredible that you can see that because often I don't see that in myself. And there are lots of people in my life who also don't see that because they've seen the worst of me. You know, just ask my Faith FM colleagues. Uh, <laughs> just ask my parents. <laughs> just just ask the people who, who know me the best. They will see that absolutely clearly, that there are definitely times where my moral failings are absolutely on display, particularly when we're arguing over cashless societies here on Faith <laughs> FM, whatever it may be. Like, I, you know, I fall short. But then how how is it that, oh man, sometimes people can see the wisdom of God and understanding of God in me. How How is it that that takes place from a broken and frail person like myself? Well, in the next segment, we're going to be talking all about it. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You are joined by Monica and myself, and we are going to have our final clue for today, guys. This is your last week. opportunity to get in. This is it. What book of the Bible am I? My author also wrote the book of Lamentations. So, yeah, this uh, this particular author whose name, uh, the, the name of the book is the same as the name of the author, and, uh, and he also wrote Lamentations, 0491064669. That is the last clue for the last quiz of this week. Next thing that's going to be happening is the actual giving away of this week's prize, Sue Rad's Food as Medicine, an incredible cookbook, almost like an encyclopedia, really. Absolutely. Hey, I got a text message that came from, from Braden. He says, mosquitoes contribute to pollination too, Lawson. Are you sure bumblebees give us honey? Well, I've never eaten mosquito honey. Um, uh, bumble, I, don't, I don't think bumblebees do honey. Oh, which which bees do honey? Honey bees. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's bumblebees. I just I don't know anything. I just know that I hate wasps. That's 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 where I'm at. Um, I, I, yeah. Am I sure that bumblebees give us honey? Uh, look, I'm not sure. No, they don't. David says, "Sorry, Lawson, cute. as a." Plant-based vegan eater, I won't have honey from a bee because it's an animal slash insect. Yes. I am also plant-based. And you also don't eat honey. I I don't eat honey. I occasionally have honey when it's included in things because I like maple syrup better. So yours is, but yours is more of a decision based on taste and you don't like the taste of honey, right? Yeah. I I don't really have a big thing against honey. There's lots of like really awesome properties to honey that people talk about all the time, mm. like Manuka honey and how it just like solves every problem that's ever made. <laughs> what do you think, producer Shell? Well, I think that your choice to be vegan is for health reasons, not yeah. for ideology. Yeah. And so people who choose to do the, the non-leather and the no honey are usually vegans as an ideology rather than yep. as a health conscious reason. Yeah. Cause they like care about animals or something. I don't, I don't know about that, but, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I care about animals sometimes unless they uh, have happy. wings and they have a stinger and they're called a wasp or a hornet. And yeah, then they want to make me throw up in my mouth. A happy side effect um, that you get to take care of animals when you go vegan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm and then you get to brag about it and, you know, put it in everyone's face and, yeah. you know, make them all feel guilty. And you know, also you're like, I'm saving the like planet that. because, you know, I'm a vegan. And- I know a lot of vegans and I don't know any of them who are obnoxious like that. Yeah. Well, you know me. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. Actually. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show. And uh, by the way, we here on Faith FM absolutely promote a plant-based diet. In fact, Food is Medicine by Sue Rad is a plant-based cookbook, which will be an absolute blessing to you. So, zero And four- we also promote looking after animals. Yeah. Yeah, be kind to them. Absolutely. God made them. It's your stewardship job to look after them. Absolutely. Hey, let's continue to read what the Bible says. Because we, we were saying, okay, yeah. we're in this dilemma. We're terrible people. Mm-hmm. Yet God motivates us to do good things. And it is a blessing to not only us, but all the people around us, that we follow God and be obedient to his commandments and be a blessing to others. And that, again, is if we're if we're doing what Jesus wants, if we're acting in faith, then we're not sinning. And it seems as though sin is the thing, or participating in sin and not repenting from sin, is the thing that leads us to be wrapped up in this end-time power of Babylon and receive its place, you know, to, to be to to be on the side that is against Jesus at the end of time is the side that doesn't repent of sin. So then it's like, okay, I want to repent of sin. I want to come to Jesus. I want to repent of my sins. But then how do I act in faith? What does that even mean? What does that even look like? To act in faith, you know, to be able to live by faith, which leads to overcoming sin. I'm by nature a sinner. How do I actually do that? Well, the secret is our friend called the Holy Spirit, the one who wants to work in our hearts to do an amazing change in us. Now, I just want to read a few verses about the Holy Spirit. Um, Let's go to Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, if you can get that for us, Monica. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Excellent. And verse 8 says this, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Mm. From the very foundation of the Christian church and when Jesus is outlining, well, what is it that the Christian church does? Well, it spreads. It grows. It leads people to become disciples of of Jesus and followers of God, you know, a repentant, God-following people who will bless the whole world, who will carry out this mission. The enabling ingredient for that to be able to take place is the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit on someone's life. Now, the Holy Spirit, we are here as, you know, in, in Faith FM, we believe in the Godhead. We believe in the divinity of the Holy Spirit and the personhood on the whole, of the Holy Spirit, which is a, a whole Bible study in and of itself. But I more, more want to talk about this morning the work of the Holy Spirit and the effects on our lives. Do you want to go to Romans chapter 8 and verse 9? Romans chapter 8 and verse 9, if you can get that for us, Monica. We're going to be going through a number of verses, so Monica, stay on those toes. Uh, Romans chapter 8 and verse 9. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. Mm. People who accept Jesus receive the Holy Spirit. If you don't accept Jesus, you don't receive it. This is the, the simple formula that it's that it's giving here. It's like, oh, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, it's because you're not his. But if you are his, and how do we come, become his? Through the accepting of, you know, Jesus into our lives, we will receive the Holy Spirit. Well, then what is it that the Holy Spirit is wanting to do for us? Uh, do you want to read John 16 and head to verse 13 and 14? 
John chapter 16, verse 13 and 14. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Mm, I love this. So one of the things that the spirit will do to us is declare what is true. He will, you know, work in accordance with the word of God to highlight the truth of of God's word. Now, this is incredibly important because we're talking about, again, when it comes to the end time, when it comes to Babylon and its manipulation of the world, a lot of that is done through false information and deception, as we were talking about earlier this week. So then it's like, okay, how do we overcome these deceptions that are spread via lies and false information and fake news? How do we overcome them? Oh, well, through God's word and Mm. our understanding of it empowered by the Holy Spirit. That that is the key right there. Let's continue to read. Do you want to go to us? Go for us to a very famous passage, Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-two and twenty-three. Galatians five, twenty-two and twenty-three. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. I saw a pastor do this once. I saw a pastor go. I'm going to try and insert myself into this passage. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to in, insert myself and, and say, well, if I insert myself into this pa- passage, does it line up when I say Lawson is love? Lawson is joy. Lawson is peef- peacefulness. Lawson is kindness. Lawson has self-control. Lawson is gentle. And oftentimes I don't see those characteristics in myself. So what does that communicate to me? Well, I need the Holy Spirit. Man, I want to live a life like that, being known for being joyful and gentle and peaceful and righteous and having self-control. This is what it means to be a follower of Jesus and to have the Holy Spirit working in your life. Is th- These are the fruits, is that you reflect this character that is like Christ. And that's what we want to have. That's what will show that we are on Jesus' side when he is soon to return. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. And we've come to the time where we do nothing else but spin that wheel. We also, you know, talk to a winner and read out the quiz clues and the answers, you know, all these things. But right now, the first thing we have to do is spin that wheel. Okay, as you can hear, it's spinning. It's slowing. It's coming to a stop. And we have a winner. Okay, we're going to be getting them on the phone. But while we're getting them on the phone, Monica, give us some answers. What book am I? I am the book of Jeremiah. Mm. Jeremiah's last verse reads, Day by day, the king of Babylon gave Jehoiakim a regular allowance as long as he lived until the day of his death. The word prophet is found most often in Jeremiah 44 times. Jeremiah contains the quote, This is what the Lord says. Let him who boasts boast about this and that he understands and knows me. Jeremiah is a prophet to Judah. God told him, told him, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. And Jeremiah also wrote Lamentations. Hey, so in the beginning, I thought, you know, it might have been Second Kings, but then it, when, when I the prophet... someone guessed that. Yeah, when the prophet clue came up, I was like, it's definitely Jeremiah. But we've got our winner on the phone. Are we with Denise? Yes. Oh, uh, Denise, congratulations Congratulations. on winning the book. Where are you calling us from, Denise? 
Port Macquarie. Oh, Port, Port Mac. Mac. Love that yeah. place. Dude, absolutely. Yeah. How long have you been up there for? Uh, 26 years. Oh, so you're a local then. You're, yes. you're well yeah. and truly in the, Are you from that area originally? Um, on the mid-north coast, but moved away and then came back. Oh, smart. Now, Denise, you know the rules. If you win a cookbook from The Breakfast Show, we get to come to your house for a feed. Well, I hope this book helps because I'm not the best cook. (laughs) (laughs) Funny and humble and blessed as well. This book is amazing. Have you you seen this book before, Food as Medicine? Yes, yes. Oh, it is absolutely massive. So you have been well and truly blessed, Denise. Oh, thank you so much. I certainly have. Oh, awesome. Hey, thank you so much for joining us and have a fantastic day. Yes, love your show too. Oh, praise Praise God. Praise God. Especially your interaction with Mon, I think that's right. Oh, okay. Are you, you you know, are you on the side of wanting us to, like, get together? (laughs) Is that, you know, because that's been a trend lately. A lot of our listeners think we should get married. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Thank you, Denise. Thank you, Denise. Okay, yeah, thank you. Denise can see the truth. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone should be sure about anything. Hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. And, um, of course, the, the answer for the quiz this morning, it was the Book of Jeremiah. Now, the Book of Jeremiah finds itself in a remarkable place in the history of of Israel because it's essentially like, well, Jeremiah, I, b- I believe it was Jeremiah that was considered the weeping prophet, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was sad for a reason. Jeremiah is just like chilling and then he's like, oh, and my country is being destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I-, I believe it's Jeremiah who ends up eventually in Egypt, but he also wrote the book of Lamentations as well. Have you read Lamentations before? Because that... That thing is sad. Yeah, it's dramatic. It is all about the disobedience of Israel and then it's the, all the siege that it goes through, essentially. It's highlighting what takes place when it's sieged by Babylon and, like, how, you know, they start eating their own children. It's, it's really disturbing. really, really messed up. But I think Jeremiah, he sees the best and the worst of God. Because it would be Jeremiah who would write about all the terrible things that would come upon Israel and, and Jerusalem and its destruction, but simultaneously it would be Jeremiah that would write in chapter 29, one of the most famous verses in all of the Bible. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah could understand, despite the hardship and despite the struggle that we are going through, there is an end in sight. God's purposes will be fulfilled and there will be salvation to come. Now, Jeremiah was looking forward particularly to the eventual coming of the Messiah. Now, Mm -hmm. the the Messiah, Jesus, has lived, died, and resurrected. We sit on the other side of the event waiting for his second advent, waiting for him to come again. And, you know, we look at Revelation and we look at the persecution across the world, as we were talking about with Tony Benjamin earlier in the show from Voice of the Martyrs. We look at all the awful things happening in our world and just the the lunacy of what people believe as well. And we sit here on on the precipice of destruction, yet we have the hope of Jesus' return that is pushing us forward and and pushing us closer to him. And so again Jeremiah might, might sound dramatic, but Jeremiah has witnessed the reality of a life without Christ. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, he's he's seen a world without Christ, That's a right. city yeah. without Christ, and and we are quickly approaching that. Despite the comfortability that a lot of us find here in Australia, we are definitely approaching that, and so we are in great need to to choose Christ today. Today is the day of salvation, as the Bible says. As I believe it would be Paul that would pen that in Second Corinthians. But today is the day of salvation. Let's make a decision today to be able to follow Jesus to put him first and foremost in our lives, that despite the struggles that we might face, the same as Jeremiah, that we would be able to stand with him. Here on Faith FM, we've come to the end of the show. I'm looking out the window. It's a bit of an overcast day. And guess what? What? Today is the first day that our listeners can join the Sabbath challenge. Absolutely they can. Sabbath is starting today. Sunset today will be the start of the first Sabbath of June, and it is your opportunity to join uh, the June Sabbath Challenge to try and um, keep the Sabbath for four Sabbaths in a row and then let Faith FM, uh, let them know what you thought about that. Absolutely. So today is the day to get on board. Hey, and guys, if you want to tell us about your experience, you can text us on our number, 0491-064-669. Hey, remember to have a fantastic weekend, a great Sabbath, and to talk faith, live faith, and act faith. For being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.